This is Frontrunner, the weekly grain marketing update from Frontier Agriculture for week ending Friday the 5th of August 2022, presented to you this week by Fay Lee. I am a marketing assistant supporting the grain trading team in Lincolnshire. Before we begin, a word on markets and trading during this current time of intense volatility. Markets can move significantly in a matter of hours or even minutes, with spikes sometimes happening outside UK regular business hours. My Farm is our free online platform, which offers Frontier customers 24-7 access to market information, grain prices, and the ability to sell grain at a time more convenient to them. With a My Farm account, you can see live global prices, market reports, exchange rates, and commodity pricing directly relevant to your farm, with options to set alerts and sell grain all in one place. To learn more, visit www.frontierag.co.uk forward slash myfarminfo. Links to more information about MyFarm are included in the description notes for this episode. Now, let's get straight into this week's update by starting with wheat. One grain ship leaving a Ukrainian Black Sea port was sufficient for world wheat futures markets to come under notable selling pressure this week. US Chicago Board of Trade wheat fell to a six-month low. The ship, named the Rizzoni, sailed from the port of Odessa, carrying over 26,000 tonnes of corn destined for Lebanon. It has been the first ship to set sail from Black Sea ports since the Russian invasion of Ukraine on 24th of February, and comes following the recently signed deal between Ukraine, Russia, Turkey and the UN. The ship successfully completed an inspection mandated by the terms of the agreement before continuing its journey. A Turkish official said that up to three ships could now leave Ukrainian ports daily. This has given world markets increasing confidence that Ukrainian Black Sea grain shipments will gather pace and ease world supply tightness, which has resulted in lower world wheat futures prices. Observers have commented in recent weeks on the strong vessel lineup at many of the EU's main wheat export facilities, as the world's major wheat importers rush to secure new crop supplies. France has been busy and was expected to have completed record wheat shipments during July. However, official figures from Brussels this week presented an incomplete set of data, which significantly underplayed the volumes of wheat sent from the bloc's exporting countries. To the 31st of July, 1.77 million tonnes were recorded as shipped, just 200,000 tonnes ahead of last year. However, Private analysts conducting their own vessel count suggest at least an additional 1 million tonnes of wheat has been shipped during the first month of the 2022-2023 season, which highlights the strength of demand from one of the few freely available wheat origins. Algeria reportedly bought over 800,000 tonnes of wheat this week with optional origin terms. The sellers will hope to source from cheap Black Sea supplies, but that will depend on how quickly Ukrainian shipments increase following their resumption this week. Now let's turn our attention to what's been happening with barley this week. Feed compounders have shown some activity this week in pricing up winter rations in the ruminant sector, but there is little activity elsewhere. This is unsurprising considering the lack of grass growth in much of England. 
prices have been in a £4 per tonne range for the week, which is relatively stable compared to historic ranges. Barley continues to sit at around an £18 to £20 per tonne discount to wheat. There has been very little further export activity, but the UK is competitive in the spot positions should there be any demand from Europe. UK prices will become less competitive in the winter months due to our relatively high domestic values. There has been buying activity by maltsters this week, but at levels that have eroded as the supply of cut spring barley increases. Farm samples show average to below average nitrogen levels and low screenings. There is still much to be combined, as many fields are only just becoming ready to cut, meaning there will be more data next week. Hopefully, substantial progress will be made in this time, as the weather forecast for next week remains dry. Premiums vary from £40 to £60 per tonne, depending on month of movement and distance from a store or maltings. Taking a look now at oilseed rates. Last week, the wider oilseeds markets ended in a strong position. This was due to good drying conditions for US soybeans and an announcement that there would be increased investment for US biofuel production. This week began with a €38 Euro per tonne down day on November Matif rapeseed, with the preceding trend for the week also downwards. At the time of writing, UK ex-farm values for rapeseed are down around £32 per tonne on the week. This slide in prices is in part due to weaker than expected production in China and slow property sales, which has flagged lower demand and consumption. US government official Nancy Pelosi visited Taiwan this week, which caused heightened tensions between the US and China. This could result in lower Chinese demand for US soybeans, which would result in the market changing its typical trade flows. To round off this bearish week, the news of the first vessel leaving Ukraine through the newly developed export corridor weighed in on wider markets as the trade anticipates more grain flowing out of the previously blocked area. The amount of grain movement needed to free Ukraine of its surplus is under scrutiny and the backlog remains a challenge for markets. UK rapeseed prices are currently heavily correlated to movements in US soybean prices as the market looks for some guidance in these complicated times. In isolation, global rapeseed stocks are due to replenish this year, with a record global production of 72.5 million tonnes. However, external factors look set to dictate this market for now. Moving on to pulses now. Bean harvest in the south is well underway, with yields still coming in, ranging from 3.75 to 5.5 tonnes per hectare, mostly on winter-sown crops. We would expect lower yields on spring beans, especially on lighter land in East Anglia and central southern regions, although later harvested crops in the West and the Midlands are likely to fare better. Quality is good, with minimal staining due to lack of late rainfall and surprisingly low levels of brucid damage. We would advise early sampling to verify quality, as the initial premium for winter beans will soon evaporate as buyers look to the better samples of spring beans. Pea yields have been more stable as crops were mostly drilled into good seed beds and after strong establishment were able to withstand the hot dry weather in July. Quality is also good 
with most green peas suitable for micronising or human consumption. With a large carryover of stock and minimal demand, values are expected to remain under pressure until well into the new year. And finally, I'm going to finish this report by taking a look at the fertiliser market. Granular urea that had temporarily shown a stabilised price in the UK has now bounced back up in price. This is mainly due to the volatility in the European gas price over the last week and increased buying interest in the UK. There has also been a renewed interest in urea across Europe as buyers look to fulfil order book shorts which has already started to impact on farm levels in Europe and here in the UK. The increase in the gas price has caused some European manufacturers to curtail production for both granular urea and nitrates. The plants and factories that are still producing have subsequently seen a substantial increase to their prices. This has caused UK produced ammonium nitrate and imported ammonium nitrate offers to the UK to continue to trade at a significant premium to urea and protected urea sources, which has resulted in most of the recent purchasing of nitrogen to be on urea and urea-based products. This is mainly due to the price per kilogram on urea products, which has been extremely good value and remains so for those not yet committed to buy the nitrogen requirements and who are looking to purchase soon. For growers looking to secure product for application, through the 2022-2023 season, UAN terms for all nitrogen and nitrogen sulphur grades remain in the marketplace, although volumes are limited for the spring delivery period. UAN terms are still available for the autumn position for those growers still to cover product for tank fill. Any growers using liquid fertiliser, not including the Omex NP grade, to establish oilseed rape in the coming weeks, should include lemurs clear within this UAN application. With warm temperatures, exposed and dry soils and low crop cover, this application is at high risk of volatilisation and lemurs clear can minimise any risk of nitrogen losses. As harvest continues and is completed in some areas across the UK, the inquiries and demand on PKs is slow but increasing. Further price rises are expected on MOP, so it may be worth thinking about purchasing potash now, especially for those customers who have taken a recent PK holiday and are removing straw, as it's looking like levels of potash in the soil will be very low. Buyers are also looking at phosphate sources for their oilseed rape to get growth off to a good start after the recent rain. Please speak to your Frontier contact for more information. This was Frontrunner for week ending Friday the 5th of August. If you'd like help with any aspect of your grain marketing, please get in touch by visiting our website at www.frontierag.co.uk or if you're a customer, you can speak to your local Frontier contact. Don't forget, all Frontier customers have free access to online grain trading and live 24-hour market pricing through MyFarm. Links to more information as well as to our blog and socials can be found in the description notes for this episode. Thank you for listening.